0: This is Dustin from Atheist Nomads, and I'm doing just a little special series of of posts as I deal with something very personal. It just feels like this is something that is not normal for uh, most people to have to deal with, so it's something that I think could be of value for all of you to be able to share in, Uh, especially for family members, but also just for for anyone out there. So right now it is uh, Sunday, August... Twenty-one. Uh, I'm not going to be editing any of these. I'm recording them directly into my H4N as an MP3, and I'm going to be uploading exactly what I record. Uh, so it's going to be raw. It's going to be there's going to be noise. Uh, it's not going to sound as good as I normally do. So don't judge me for that. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles, California. I found out <clears throat> on uh, Friday. That my father, who I hadn't seen in 22 years, uh, died on July 28th. This was a shock. Um, The shocking part wasn't that he died. The shock was that we found out. When he disappeared 22 years ago, we all thought we would never hear anything of her from him again. I knew he was alive until I turned 18 because I was getting uh, social security disability dependent benefits uh, because he was on disability for his very severe bipolar. And when I was 18, uh, a PI for the state of Oregon tracked him down to Los Angeles and asked if we wanted to try to pursue back child support and we didn't want to. What, yeah, I I knew he was, he'd been talking about moving to LA, but never thought it was going to happen, and then he did. So, what had happened was Friday, a LA County deputy tracked down my mom, so his ex wife, and let her know that he'd died of cardiac arrest and that he'd been in the hospital for several months on a ventilator. Uh, At this point, the only other thing we know is what hospital he died in and that he was in a mental institution for about the last two years. When we got this news, uh, the body is still, um, I guess, intact would be the word. It hasn't been, hasn't gone to its, its, its final state. So... Out of my three siblings and I, we decided that, yes, somebody needed to be down here for it. Uh, We're we're paying for the cremation. And yesterday, Saturday, so the day after finding out, uh, Lauren and I I hopped in the Jetta and we made the 850-mile drive from Boise to Los Angeles. Uh, Now, Sunday morning at... 9.12 a.m. I'm at a park right by the funeral home where in an hour I'll be filling out paperwork and the cremation will be happening. One of the things that is really interesting with this is, is the emotions. And I think... My siblings, uh, my mom was hit harder by this than she was expecting. Uh, My siblings and I, none of us were expecting the emotions we've been feeling. And it's really interesting. He was not a good father. No shit. He was not a good husband, at least those last 10 years. That's not surprising. He was ill. He was a victim of his mental illness, And so are all of we. All of us. Sorry. And with the maturity of adulthood, uh, I think we've all been able to realize that, yes, we're all victims. Him included. And him most of. We don't know what's happened these last 22 years. We don't know if he's been doing okay, if he's been living on the street. Uh, Obviously not doing great since he was on a ventilator and died at 68 that's that's still pretty young and that he's been institutionalized for at least the last two years but okay what happened for the 20 years before that one of the biggest things i'm going to be doing while i'm here is trying to trace back 22 years of his history after the cremation we're going to be heading down to the hospital we got the name of the hospital where he died and i'm going to try to get some some medical records we do know that that request has to be made in person uh fortunately we're staying with one of lauren's cousins who happens to live like a mile from that hospital so that's going to be nice and convenient Uh, from there i hope to get a little bit more on cause of death than just cardiac arrest that doesn't Really, tell you anything about how he died? Just that he did. Everybody ultimately dies of cardiac arrest. So, what? Why did he have cardiac arrest? Why was he on a ventilator? For my siblings and I, we have basically half of our family medical history is missing. And that's important information to have, especially as my brothers are in their in their forties now. My sister is also in her forties. I'm in my thirties. That information's important. And just for peace of mind for all of us, for closure on this, now that we know something, we want to know what's in the middle, what's all that missing time, what happened. And it's it's weird. (laughs) This this whole thing is weird. It's fucked up. It's nerve-wracking. It's full of really weird mixed emotions. I took a class on death and dying in college for uh, when I was working on a, a psychology minor that I didn't finish. I learned how to do grieving. This isn't that. This is this is something different. It's something unique. We all grieved him more than twenty years ago, and our lives were better without him. Uh, he was. But again, with the, the mental health thing, the, the the tragic thing is this is all too common for someone with severe mental illness to not be able to get the care that is needed, to end up alone, isolated. In his case, he isolated himself from us after we got at least some very needed uh, distance for our own protection. Why? Was it all just paranoia? Was it delusions? Did he not want to be a burden? I don't know that I'm ever going to find answers for those questions, but if I can find anything, it's going to be well worth it. Uh, At this point, I think I've got you up to speed on the the basics. I'll hopefully be able to get this uploaded uh, tonight. Um, And I should also have a couple more pieces for today. Like, Right after the cremation, um, I don't honestly. I don't know if I'll be able to speak after that. Uh, I have no idea what I'm, what emotions or how I'm going to handle all this. Fortunately, I have Lauren with me, and her her love and support is uh, wonderful and awesome to have. So, I think that's it for now. It's now three thirty, and. Uh, So far, nothing has gone according to plan. We got to the funeral home, uh, met with someone there, and filled out the paperwork. Uh, There was no opportunity to view the body. It would require at least 24 hours' notice, and uh, that would also all be dependent on whether or not uh, the body was not decomposed past the point of being able to do that. Uh, The odds of that were very slim, so I didn't bother making the request. I mean, very slim. It's been almost a month. He wasn't embalmed. Uh, He's just been in cold storage for, yeah, just shy of a month. Decomposition does happen. It's slow at those temperatures, but it does happen. The bacteria living throughout our bodies eat our bodies when we die. So... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got that part covered. Uh, so yeah, I, I did get some information at the, the funeral home, though. I did get the the hospital face sheet that they sent with the body. So that included a little bit more information, such as when he was admitted. That was June 5. Where he was admitted from, and that was a nursing home. That he had been previously admitted to the hospital in January... That he had a G tube or gastrointestinal tube and respiratory failure. So that okay, that explains why he was on a ventilator. Okay, so why was he having respiratory failure? What was the story there? That's that's not something I'm aware of any family members dealing with before. So that's 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 different. Uh, we did stop at the the nursing home i I don't have my birth certificate with me so uh the odds of being able to get anything from the hospitals is is too slim so we didn't even bother going in and it's sunday medical records offices aren't usually open on sunday that was definitely the case for the nursing home so we talked briefly with with uh, the receptionist but didn't get anything so we're gonna call medical records tomorrow i also reached out to the county official that, that is, uh, that contacted us. Um, she is not a deputy with the, uh, sheriff's department or any department like that. She is a deputy administrator with the tax department. Uh, so that's, that's a little bit different Tre- treasurer and, and excuse me, and tax department. So, uh, I sent her an email to see what I can find out. Um, Also, I reached out to my my boss to see, okay, how how much time exactly do I get off for this? And There's actually a chance it might end up being five days. I don't know if I want to take that much time down here. Uh, But I, I want to find stuff out. This is quite the mystery. And especially now that we've found that the narrative that we previously heard is not accurate. Uh, maybe it was just an, an, a a simplified narrative, but that's, that's not, he wasn't hospitalized since January. So maybe he was in a mental institution for the two years prior to the first hospitalization. I don't know. So I, I, need to try, still need to find stuff out. So hopefully I can get some, some documentation from the, the, uh, the treasury department county treasury department to, uh, Bolster the claim that I am next of kin, so that I can get access, and that he is deceased, so I can get some access to some medical records and find out. Yeah, what the hell happened? Uh, at this point, I'm I'm exhausted. I drove for over 13 hours yesterday. I haven't slept well the last two nights. Uh, emotionally, I'd say I'm doing just fine. I'm just I'm tired, and Lauren might have picked up a little bit of. Of, uh, food poisoning. Her cousin definitely did. Uh, we had an Ethiopian restaurant yesterday, and it was absolutely delicious, but... They, uh, split a, uh, combo deal that was meant for two people, and... They're the ones feeling ill. Uh, Lauren's cousin's husband is fine, he ate something different, I ate something different, and I'm fine. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, (laughs) we'll see how that ends up turning out. uh... We're in L.A. We're going to see what else we can do and hopefully not just do a tour of the medical facilities, medical records offices of the of Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, we did uh, the, the nursing home was in when it uh, was in Koreatown. So uh, Lauren has been wanting me to, to actually have real ramen not that top ramen stuff that we we know of in the u.s uh and so she found a place that that had it it was in little tokyo she assumed that was nearby and hit navigate we got in the car and no it was not nearby it was back across town <laughs> yeah it, it's it's like right next to downtown like right next to city hall and so we we uh, it was The ramen was really good, but I got really warm. There was a festival going on for, like, Japan celebration or something like that in, in Little Tokyo. So we walked around a little bit of that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But a lot of people, a lot of noise. It's warm. It's not what I needed. Lauren wasn't feeling well. So we're back at her cousin's apartment, uh, chilling I'm thinking, which is what I needed to do uh, recording this, which is good to do. And so uh, this is uh, should be it for the personal log for Sunday the 21st. Uh, Expect another one tomorrow. But since I'm at a standstill, yeah, there's not really much more to say today. Uh, If you have any, any feedback or questions or anything like that, feel free to, to email me dustin atheistnomads.com. Uh, I'll be happy to, to answer anything anybody asks. Earlier I talked about the weird mix of emotions, and I, I do think I should elaborate a little bit more about that. The emotions that I, I've felt at least, and I, I think is probably similar for my siblings, is shock that we actually found out after twenty two years of, of him being gone and absent and no contact. Um, that was I was very surprising that we got any news because we were all expecting that we would never hear anything of or about him ever again. The other one that was really there that, that hit hard quite a few times was just the fact that you know, my my father who I got half of my genes from he died alone that's that's sad that's sad that anybody ever has to die alone you know if I'd gotten word last month that he was about to die I I would have flown out here and seen him and talk to him and i don't know what i would have said but it would have been there so he wouldn't have had to die alone but instead he did and so that's that's one of the reasons why i felt it was important that someone come down here just you know I, i was hoping i'd at least get to see him that didn't happen didn't get to see the corpse of course he's not there anymore he's he's dead there, there, he, he does not exist anymore there's just the the, the physical remains uh, it for me it was something about family honor to just make sure that someone came down here to try to pay some respects to try to find out some information so that's that's why I wanted to do this why I went ahead and decided to go ahead and take advantage of the bereavement leave at work and and make this trip you know 13 hour drive is not easy but well worth it Uh, well worth it so that's that's it for today Uh, I don't know what I'll find out tomorrow I don't know if I'll make any progress but I will post an update at some point tomorrow and we'll hopefully have uh, found out some more information because at this point what we all need for the most closure is to get as much information as we can about the, at least the final years of his life if not the entire as much of the time as, as possible so it's going to be some interesting sleuthing tomorrow once business hours are up and, and places are actually open and uh yeah so this will be interesting uh so yeah that's it for now